0: Psalm 90 Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth, ever you had formed the earth and the world, from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. You turn us back to dust and say, Turn back, you mortals. For a thousand years in your sight are like yesterday when it is past, or like a watch in the night. You sweep them away, they are like a dream, like grass that is renewed in the morning. In the morning it flourishes and is renewed. In the evening it fades and withers. For we are consumed by your anger. By your wrath we are overwhelmed. You have set our iniquities before you, our secret sins in the light of your countenance. For all our days pass away under your wrath. Our years come to an end like a sigh. The days of our life are like seventy years, or perhaps eighty if we are strong. Even their span is only toil and trouble. They are soon gone and we fly away. Who considers the power of your anger? Your wrath is as great as the fear that is due you. So teach us to count our days, that we may gain a wise heart. Turn, O Lord, how long? Have compassion on your servants. Satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love, so that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Make us glad as many days as you have afflicted us, and as many years as we have seen evil. Let your work be manifest to your servants, and your glorious power to their children. Let the favor of the Lord be upon, Lord our God be upon us, and prosper for us the work of our hands. O oh, prosper the work of our hands. Isaiah chapter 1, verses 24-31 Therefore, says the Sovereign, the Lord of hosts, the Mighty One of Israel, I will pour out my wrath on my enemies, and avenge myself on my foes. I will turn my hand against you, I will smelt away your dross as with lye, and remove all your alloy, and I will restore your judges as at the first, and your counselors as at the beginning. Afterwards you shall be called the city of righteousness, the faithful city. Zion shall be redeemed by justice, and those in her who repent by righteousness. But rebels and sinners shall be destroyed together, and those who forsake the Lord shall be consumed. For you shall be ashamed of the oaks in which you are delighted, and you shall blush for the gardens that you have chosen. For you shall be like an oak, whose leaf withers, and like a garden without water. The strong shall become like tinder, and their work like a spark. They and their work shall burn together, with no one to quench them. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 11, verses 29-32 through When the crowds were increasing, he began to say, This generation is an evil generation. It asks for a sign, but no sign will be given to it except the sign of Jonah. For just as Jonah became a sign to the people of Nineveh, so the man will be to this generation. The Queen of the South will rise at the judgment with the people of this generation and condemn them, because she came from the ends of the earth to listen to the wisdom of Solomon and see. Something greater than Solomon is here. The people of Nineveh will rise up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it, because they repented the proclamation of Jonah. And see, something greater than Jonah is here. Good morning and welcome to the first Wednesday of Advent. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from Walkersville, Maryland. This morning's readings come to us from Psalm 90, Isaiah 1, and Luke 11. You may be left wondering what the sign of Jonah is. And I know after uh, researching for God as a Grunt, the, the word sign pops into my head with Cain, uh, that Cain was a sign before the nations, um, and God put a sign or a mark on Cain's face. Um, but even before that, the heavens and the earth and the seasons are a sign for the people And so signs are not for the person who's wielding them, but they are for everybody else. Cain's mark wasn't for him. It was a reminder for everybody that he came across that he was still human. It was a sign of protection. The sign of Jonah. What was it that Jonah came to tell everybody um, for God? They went to Nineveh, um, which is uh, thought to be the city of Mosul, um, been there, done that, got the t shirt. Um, he went to Nineveh to uh, prophesy. And he, the, there's actually two sides of the story. His side of the story is he wanted the Ninevites to not repent so that they would be destroyed. God wanted the Ninevites to repent so God would not destroy them. Um, and Jonah was upset at these two versions of events. and. Uh, when the Ninevites did repent, jonah was Jonah got pissy, and God kind of messed with Jonah and said, "You know um, you know what did you expect um you know you you go there to call them to repent and they do it instead of being happy that um, god 's will um and justice were restored you 're upset because you just wanted revenge, you just wanted to see your enemies." suffer um, and so when Jesus says in Luke's gospel that the people will be given the sign of Jonah um, I don't know that it means anything other than repent for the kingdom of heaven is near which is what Jesus says over and over and over again through many of the synoptics um, that the sign of Jonah is the sign of repentance um, and to invite people to repent Um <clears throat> and it talks about you know judgment and condemnation. The people of Jonah are going to rise up and share in that condemnation of those who didn't repent because they did. The sign of Jonah is a reminder also that nobody is so far that they can't be redeemed. That that no person or people are beyond redemption. That the sign of Jonah um, suggests that. Even those people you think can't, and you maybe even want, to not repent, even they can do it. Um, but furthermore, don't worry about themselves. Worry about you. What is it that you know? Jonah was thinking and wanting that he was set against the will of God, that he would rather see his own selfish desires be fulfilled than that a people be redeemed. Um, and so Jonah was kind of a, a jerk. Um, and, and bringing in the sign of Jonah, um, among other things, suggests, look, don't be like Jonah. Be like the people of Nineveh. Uh, you will either be judged at the end of time or you will judge at my right hand. And Jonah came close to being judged because when judgment came for the people of Nineveh, he would rather see them um, you know, destroyed than to see them redeemed. Um, and, you know, the story of Jonah also reminds me like, no matter how good you think you are, no matter if you have the word of God on your lips, like, that doesn't make you a saint. Um, and it doesn't make you wrong either. Um, but you have a mission to um, speak on God's behalf. And you may have selfish interests. You know, you may benefit from, or even perceive that you benefit from, the work that God is calling you to, um, but that doesn't mean it's not of God. You know, Samson was an asshole, um, and God still used him. Um, so the sign of Jonah—I, I'm sure there's all kinds of conspiracy theories and everything else, but I think it's quite frankly uh, a sign, a call to repentance. You know, the sandwich signs or whatever with. Uh, the old man walking down the street saying, the end is nigh. I mean, that's what Jonah came preaching to Nineveh. Um, The end is here. The kingdom of heaven is here. Um, Repent. Um, They're synonymous in our our tradition. Repent and the kingdom of heaven is near. Um, And that's because that's the first thing that Jesus went out and began saying um, in Matthew 4, at least, when his ministry began according to, to that gospel. Um, the proclamation of Jonah is about both the prophet and the people. Don't think that you're high and mighty. Don't you know, want something that God doesn't want. But also, for the people, you can repent. You're never so far gone that you cannot be redeemed. You know, there's nothing that we can do that can separate us from the love of God. A prayer for peace among the nations from the Book of Common Prayer. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, guide the nations of the world into the way of justice and truth and establish among them that peace which is the fruit of righteousness, that they may become the kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.